Blog Talk Radio. I am your host today, 
my co-host, Mrs. Angela Thomas, is still out on vacation. So I am holding it down in the air chair for you today. That was Larry Loke Henderson giving us the introduction, letting us know that, you know, we used to be kings and queens. And what I'd ask you is, do you act like a king or a queen today? So the topic of our show today is this is really a, a very simple one, is how do we make it better? Is it just a smile? Can we smile and make it better? How do we make it better? And I mention that because we've had a lot of unrest in the cities in our country. As you know, last Saturday there was a rally that I was involved in uh, at the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. statue here in Las Vegas on Martin Luther King Boulevard. It uh, went from a rally and candlelight vigil to at the very tail end of it, there was a car accident and some people went to render aid and then in the process of rendering aid and or afterwards, more people decided they wanted to actually protest in the street. And, of course, the, there was already law enforcement there for uh, the accident and then when people spilled into the street, and didn't want to go back onto the sidewalk and block traffic, we got quite a bit more law enforcement, not just there for the accident, but to provide law and order in the street. And there was mixed feelings about that. Some people felt that they should have been allowed to express their Second Amendment rights and gather into the streets and protest. Then there were people who were driving who wanted to get home. Uh, there were some people who said, why are you doing this in your own community? Uh, then there were some people who said, well, you shouldn't be comfortable, so why not? There were two sides of that. And then what I saw was a split in the community. Also a, a split between young and not so young. <laughs> and I was trying to decide what to talk about today. And, you know, we had uh, Donald Trump. The presumptive Republican nom uh, presidential nominee picked uh, Governor Mike Pence from Indiana as his uh, vice presidential running mate starting this week. And then on the heels of that will be Senator or Secretary Clinton, who will pick a running mate also, and will have her convention, a Democratic convention, where she hopes to be the presidential nominee for the Democrats. So we have both of these things going on, and then you have unrest in the country. But really we have unrest in the world and tensions in the world. We just had another terrorist act in France, though, as the last I heard, not specifically affiliated with any specific terrorist organization, but a terrorist act nonetheless. Of course, after uh, Mr. Castile and... Uh, uh, Mr. Sterling were shot by uh, police officers, police officers killed by Mr. Johnson, who was a person who is reported to dislike police and white people, even though he wound up shooting at least one black person. So we have that. A lot of unrest going on. A lot of people unhappy. A coup d'etat in Turkey this week, just last night. I believe it's been put down. But in, in France, they used a truck, 
a 19,000-pound box truck during Bastille Day, that's that's the uh, Independence Day for and on on the French Riviera uh, in a place called Nice, Nice, France. A person had a box truck. People out celebrating their Bastille Day, their Independence Day, very much as we just got to celebrate the 4th of July with fireworks, understand it was over, they were heading home, and the guy just gives it the gas and goes roughly, I'm told, a, a half a football field or so, running people over. Now, they're all in the streets because the street is, you know, there's no traffic. And he busts through and just literally runs people over. Just imagine a street full of people and a box truck is coming full speed and just running over people. Last report, 84 dead, including women and children. Now, there used to be a time when you said including women and children that it added a little extra something to it, like it was more than the normal. But now that's getting to be the norm. It doesn't make any difference. To me, that's a sad state of affairs. I know we all want equality, and maybe all life is the same. I'm more of an old-school guy, a traditionalist. And if you're going to do something to women and, and, and children, for me, it still adds something extra to whatever horror that was already there. So we had that. We had the presidential election. We had the coup d'etat in Turkey. We had the interview with uh, Syrian President Assad. And one of the things that was inter- interesting about Assad is he says, I don't make a difference what American president we have. No, I don't pay attention to the process because they just lie. <laughs> and I thought about that. And I was like, actually, you're telling the truth. We know that they lie. We even talk about how they're just saying this in the primary so they can get to the general. And then when they get to the general, they'll talk a different way so that they can get elected. And the ethics thought, well, which one is the real thing? Which story is the real story? Is it the story in the primary? Or is it the story when they're running for the general? Or are they both fabricated? I'm I'm telling you that everybody talks about Donald Trump as being a reality TV star and how somehow that doesn't meet the level of gravitas to run for president. And I'm here to tell you that running for president for years has been a reality TV show. This just happens to be the biggest reality TV show ever because Donald Trump is in it. Think about it. He beat 17 established people, and there was a lot of woe is me. But here's the thing. Secretary Clinton is the least trusted Democrat running for president, I believe, since they've been keeping records. So there's a lot of whole hum, a lot of discontent. There was discontent at the rally vigil that turned into a protest and acts of civil disobedience. There's a lot of that going on across the country today. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm not a fan of blocking tracks. 
somebody may have to go to the bathroom. But how about this? Somebody might be sick or have someone sick at home. Or maybe they have to go pick the child up from daycare. So I know some people say, well, you should be inconvenient. Well, if I wet my pants, yeah, I'm inconvenient. I'm not feeling happy about whatever it is that you're protesting about. Well, how about this? Why don't you protest in the community that where the decision makers are? Why do you want to do that in your own community? Sort of like rioting in your own community. Well, anyway, here's the thing. We could focus on the negative, the bad, and it's out there, and I'm not saying ignore it and try to act like it doesn't exist, live our lives, because people are losing their lives, whether it's through war, coup d'etat, violence at home, violence abroad, people are losing their lives. Now, how can we make it better? Well, the NAACP Las Vegas chapter is having a meeting as we speak, and I've been getting messages and it's a packed house, standing room only, to talk about making it better, making our communities better, making government work better, making ourselves better. But what is it that will make it better? What will make you better? What will make you feel better? Now, I've always been told that sometimes just smile. It said, smile loosens the muscles up in your face so they're not so tense, your jaw is not clenched so tight, you know, you're not gritting your teeth. They said, that single act can make you feel a little bit better. Just smile. And even if you don't have anything to smile about, say, just smile, because it'll relieve tension. And then if you relieve tension, maybe you didn't think you had anything to smile about, but you actually do. I don't want to downplay the seriousness of the things that are going on in the world, but I also want to encourage you that you have to live and you have to try to find whatever enjoyment there is in life while you have it to live and then enjoy it as you live it to the fullest. There's problems. There's always going to be problems. And problems might even get worse. But we got to find something that makes us happy. We have to find something to smile about. Because when you don't have something to smile about, you might lose hope. Now, I know some people say you got to have faith. I'm not even saying I have a whole lot of faith anymore. I don't have faith in my fellow man. I said it. I don't. But what I do have is I still have some hope. It's not all lost. As an example, this morning, it was supposed to be our Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. statue cleanup day right at the corner of Martin Luther King Boulevard and Cary Avenue here in Las Vegas. And normally we get about five to eight people that show up. Today, there was two people that showed up, including myself. So in other words, it was me and one other. But we still did the statue cleanup. And afterwards, we didn't talk as long as we normally talk. I had to get on to do the show. But we still talked. We found it humorous that the Metropolitan Police Force drove by 
and we saw the person that was in it. They drove, they slowed down, they kept going. They didn't make a U-turn at the first opportunity, went down first out of our eyesight. And then next thing you know, apparently they did a U-turn, came back, and we saw them back at the intersection. That was twice. We were sitting at the statue. She left, came back a third time. The same person. When she left, here comes another police car. This time it's Northtown Police because we were actually we were right at the intersection of North and uh, North Las Vegas and Las Vegas, and specifically we were in North Las Vegas. It was Las Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas police officers came by the first time, first three times. So we wondered what's the, what's going on, and then I realized that it's quite possible that the statue is now on the beat because of the protest that they had last Saturday. And it wasn't planned, at least not by me, because I helped put the thing together. And it was a rally and a vigil. Definitely didn't plan on the car running into the back of the truck and then catching on fire and people going out there to put the fire out to help the people, you know, extricate them from the vehicle, which was fine. That was the spirit of the rally. Show community unity. And even though they may not have known the people in the vehicle, there were people that needed some assistance and they went to render aid. Actually, it was really a great thing. Not great that they had the accident, but the fact that an accident was had and the people went out there to render aid. I don't even know whether they were white, black, whatever. Might have been police. Don't know. Just people went out there to render aid. That is the America that we all want. The unrest that happened afterwards, different story, fueled by anarchists and some rabble-rousers. You always have them. They took advantage of an opportunity. You know, it's done. But this is our third Saturday, and we would normally go out there and clean anyway, so it had nothing to do with the rally or the vigil. It was just what we would normally do, but only two people showed up. Now, we could have went, whoa, with me. I don't want to do all this. That's the two of us. So we jaw jack like we always do before we go out there and stick it up. We waited, made a few phone calls. No one, no one else was available. But there was two of us. Why did it say if there were two or more gas? So we went out and started picking up. It took us probably 30 minutes or so longer than it would normally take when there's a group of us. And... It wasn't quite as much fun, but it was definitely purposeful. And, it, you know, I always get a chance to reflect on the statue of Dr. King, what it should mean to the community, how it should inspire people, how lucky we are to have it on the corner of Martin Luther King Boulevard. So I did what I always do, and that made me smile. And then I chuckled a little bit because of a joke one of the folks made a few. Saturday's back of pickup when he said people probably look at us over here and think we're doing community service for some court case or something. And I thought we chuckled and I thought about that today and I said maybe that's why nobody's coming out to help because they don't want to mess up our (laughs) our responsibility for you know our little punishment. And it made me chuckle but I went back to picking up the stuff but I did chuckle. 
and it made things better. And we got through it. We had a big old, I had a bag full. Robert had a bag full. Didn't expect to have that much, but we did. And we thought about, you know, I think the phrase is, we did this. We made something happen. It doesn't make any difference what the the Metropolitan Police Force and the Northtown Cops may think we're up to some form of mischief or possible. That doesn't make a difference. It's unfortunate, but it doesn't make a difference. We came out here and had a task to do, and we accomplished that task. And now we're sitting here reflecting on it under the watchful gaze of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And we had some water, and then we departed. But I departed feeling good. Maybe a little sleepy, but not tired, but in general feeling good. And then I stopped off to get a Slurpee, which is making me feel even better. Hot outside. It's it's over 100 degrees here in Las Vegas. Relatively speaking, it's still not as hot as it's probably going to get. But, you know, that's still pretty toasty. And I got a Slurpee. I don't know if you all can hear me kind of shaking the bottom of it. They had a new flavor. They had birthday cake. So I put a little birthday cake in the bottom, and I filled it up with the best flavor of all, and that's the wild cherry. And it's it's cooling me off. It's providing some refreshment. And I, I love Slurpee. So I had something to be happy about. I came to my house. I have a house. It makes me happy when I'm in my house. Not the biggest house, my house. And I drove up to my house in my car. And I didn't have to ride a horse or walk. And then before going out to the statue cleanup, I had a chance to go to the barbershop because I missed it. I had a long story. I was in an appointment, left my phone in the car. It's 113 degrees. You can imagine how hot it was in the car had the meeting, the meeting ran long, but I didn't have my phone to know what time it was. It was, I missed my barber's appointment. I'll put it like that. So I was looking shaggy, and uh, he was able to get me in first thing this morning, 7.30. So I had, a, I had a haircut, and I had a shave, and I needed that shave. I needed the haircut, too. So now I'm looking fresh something to smile about. I got two paths done already today. Haircut, three actually, shade, and we did trash detail, trash cleanup at the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. statue, a place of honor and respect. I feel good about that. Well, now here it is, I'm with you. And I have something to smile about as I'm looking at the bottom of that Slurpee, I could say, oh, man, it's just about gone. I could say that, or I could think about how good all of that that is no longer there tastes. So you sure tasted good going there. So when I asked for help on the title of today's show and the theme of today's show, somebody says, what makes you smile? And I turned that into what makes you happy. So 
this is a short show today. And in spite of all the tragedy that's in the world, and there will be more tragedy, unfortunately, you have to live. What makes you smile? What makes you happy? You smile. Are all of them good for you? And if the answer is not, then I ask you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? If the answer, if the question is why are the police still shooting and killing us, then, of course, we have to ask ourselves, what are we going to do about it? It is so, so, so simple. And I may add counterproductive. To continually ask, what are they going to do about it? No day. It's us. What are we going to do about it? Because if we're not willing to do anything about it, then why should anybody else be willing? That's right. Yeah, there's a lot of stereotype that goes on out there. As uh, one of my Facebook friends, she's actually... Uh, Latino, I believe, or Latino, Hispanic, or Hispanic. And she says, she told me a story of how she goes to the store with her husband, and when she doesn't have makeup on, when they see his ID, they will ask her for hers. And she says when she puts makeup on, and I'm guessing there's some foundation, something I don't know about those things specifically, but when she put her makeup on and she walks into the same store, they tell her to go on come in. And that's amazing. So we have these things. There are differences out there. What do we do to make it better? What can we do? What can you do? How can you make yourself feel better and how can you make things better for someone else? That's what I want to talk about today. How can we make it better? Because we have a choice. We can stay in it as it is and suffer, or we can do what's necessary to make it better. We can be upset ourselves all the time, and we can find the reason to smile. Or maybe we, instead of finding it, we need to make it. Well, in that NAACPD, NAACP meeting today, I don't think they're looking to find it. I think they're looking to make it. What are you willing to do to make it better today? Now, that is the question. Well, I'm going to finish drinking the Slurpee. That's going to keep me smiling. I might even take a nap a little bit later today. I'm sure that'll make me smile. I'm probably going to go to this NAACP meeting, see if I can catch the tail end of it, because I hear the place is packed. Well, that'll make me smile to see that there's so much interest. Because maybe the people are ready to do what it takes to make them smile again, to make them happy again. This is Rodney Smith, 
the host of Our Own Voices Live, giving you an abbreviated show today. And it really was titled, What Makes You Happy? And then I guess I could have put a caveat, what are you willing to do? Because ultimately, it's not somebody else. It's what are you, you, willing to do? We'll be back next Saturday at 12.30 p.m. on the West Coast. That's 3.30 p.m. for those of you back east. And we thank our East Coast listeners as we thank all of our listeners for listening to our Today to Stir Something in You, as it has in me. And I have to keep doing it in me because I know that we have to make it better. Thank you so much for your time. Go to Our Own Voices Live on Facebook to continue the conversation. I look forward to hearing what you all have to say. And until next time, stay safe and find a reason to make it better so you can smile. If you're not able to find a reason, then smile anyway, and maybe that'll make a reason. Okay, everybody, have a good rest of your weekend, and I look forward to you next Saturday. This is Rodney Smith on behalf of Angela Thomas, signing out. Bye-bye.